Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk to you about the genuine Disney Channel classic, Alley Cat Strike. The only bowling movie that I'm really aware of, other than like Kingpin, that one with Woody Harrelson. I'm not aware of any bowling movies. I thought this was bad. I didn't like it either. I thought I was going to love it, and it is one of... The worst written Disney it's movies a, I've watched in recent memory. I love it when we start an episode with Emma and I on the same page. Gang, who wrote this script? I, I think Chad GPT. I, it is straight up not a real script. It is. It, well, for me, what it is, is that it's like Bad? every single scene, one after the other, don't feel connected. They don't. That's what I'm, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it was written by Chad GPT. It feels like they had a brief outline and then they were but like. No, they, there's not an outline because well, they, there's no plot points. <laughs> Nothing happens until the very end when there's a, like, there's, there's no. There's a lot of build towards the end is what I mean. But there's not build. There's just conversations that go, that's that's just talking. (laughs) I'm talking about a script. Something should happen because of or in spite of. Like, nothing fucking happens. And and everyone seems mad at each other but about different things and it's so But then in the next scene, they'll come to the next scene they're not mad anymore. Yeah. And and they're talking about something entirely divorced from the thing everyone else is talking about. I literally look at the buck wild. One third of the way through, or two thirds of the way through, I was like, is this out of order? That, I, I think it's edited out of order. There literally do feel scenes like they are, yes. they are out of order. Because um, yeah, I was the same as you. I knew this movie strictly by reputation. I, it's a movie a lot of people like and have fond memories of. And I, I enjoy bowling as much as the next guy. You know, throwing a few frames with some homies. What could be better? But Emma just <laughs> shot me a deadly look. And guy, it's so strange because it's hard to pinpoint like the vibe of this movie. But at multiple points, I had to pause it because like I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I like <laughs> nothing that's there's going so many on. Pointless characters. <laughs> so much of it. How many times? Cool. How at what point were you ready to put a gun in your mouth when they said Appleton for the six hundredth? <laughs> oh, a drinking game for this. Don't <laughs> drinking game. Anytime they mention Appleton. Apples or, or Appleton and you will You'll die. You'll be dead. Freaking, okay. So yeah, this movie's about bowling. It's about this small town. I thought the town was going to be stuck in the 50s or something, but no. You it's would think just it was these, no, four these four tweets. freaks. <laughs> yeah, actually, I do want to talk about that before we really dive in. These kids are fucking weirdos. <laughs> Absolutely. What sort of Pleasantville scenario? What, what is, what happened? I, I have multiple theories about what's actually going on in this movie. My first said they're ghosts, that they all died in 1954. I think it's a Pleasantville scenario. They've been sucked into like a 19. 19- 1950s sitcom, but is that, just that, is that that Toby Wire movie? Yes. Yeah, okay. Did you go to film school? Do you think they show Pleasant? First of all, I've seen Pleasantville. I'm just confirming that's what you're talking about. Number one. Number two, do you think they show that in film school? But, Very creative. I know, do you know I, what happens? Yeah, they get sucked into the thing and then they have to go and like prove to everybody that moving forward into the future is good and then and everything then comes color. Color, be yeah. color because it's like, there's it's good. I'm not saying it's you not good. You haven't seen it. So you I just said I saw it. I, just, I said I seen it and then I described the plot to you. Anyway, so I actually, going off what you're talking about, the big turn for this is that uh, I'm Team Todd all the way in this movie. Yeah, these kids are losers. These, no, not just that. Is I think Todd should be our main character and he has to like deal with these, 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 these 1950s weirdos. He's got to turn these people back to color. 
Yeah, he's like he feels like the one buoy of sanity. And there is a point where I'm just like, these kids are assholes. Yeah, like they're... why don't they care about anything except like, for being <laughs> fifty? It's so it's so confusing. And like, it's one thing if you like what you like and if you like yeah. weird shit. Like yeah, it's pretty objectively weird that this kid like swing music. Like okay, fi- fair enough. Sure, but, it's like, you know what? what no one's like really out? actively bullying him for it. He's being an asshole to Todd. It's, it's he's like this is good music. It's like okay, well he can like different things than you. The things you like are objectively weird. Stop being an asshole. Yeah, that's the thing, is that they... They make they, fun of Todd for being into, like, hip-hop and yeah, jeans. Yeah, they, they position Todd as he's supposed to kind of start out as, like, oh, they're bully, they're enemy. He's not. That, he's really not. Their big thing is that they get, like, ignored at school no one cares about them. And I'm like, yeah, but... You're I sitting mean, in a decrepit bowling alley yeah, for yeah, seven hours a day. I, yeah, yeah, it's like... And they, to, to be fair, they kind of don't care. They're just happy to be there for friends and bull. Whatever, chase your bliss. I'm not knocking at all. But I'm saying, like, you can't... I think they think the world is against them because of their love for weird night. Oh, they, they, culture. Yeah, they have victim syndrome and or bowling, something, whatever that's But called. no one gives a shit about them. No. Like, it's it's just like, like, everyone's just like, just do your thing, whatever. Like, it, it's really fine, Like, honestly. you're not... There's two kids... You're not that, relevant to anyone. Uh, Todd's two minions are the worst, it seems, and, like, and, and are the worst it seems to and get. And what do they say to them besides, like, losers? They're just like... Okay, so, well, it's also that by sitting in their bowling alley and doing whatever, they're not part of this weird blood feud the town has with their cross East counter. East and West Appleton. Class of East versus West, baby. It's a much like Pawnee Eagleton situation. I mean, Pawnee, not that Eagleton, they're like rich or whatever, but it's just like a classic town rivalry. And they fight over this trophy that's called... The Mighty Apple. I kept why, trying to call it the Big Apple. I kept trying to call it the Golden Apple because it's a golden trophy and golden apples yeah, are a thing. A and they don't do that. So, <laughs> also, I don't know if it was my... T- Does this movie look like shit to you? So uh, this is... The, I, I in do the freeze talk. frame, it yeah, in the very so beginning. Here, let's, we're about to dive right in because we open on the credits. Terrible credit sequence as per usual. The images but are so great. Let me introduce you to the real villain of this film and it's the freeze frames. At multiple points... But they freeze and they're blurry. Yeah, the, it's not the, a good I, I, so I I hate calling this out because I don't know if this is a the fact it's 2023 and like something about the version on Disney Plus the streaming like HD TVs have done this movie no favors the this opening it's like Alex our main character getting ready and it like zooms in on a bully trophy freeze frame zooms in on his shirts freeze frame zooms on a bully freeze frame and they all look like dog shit they it's so t- but and even it, at the end when it's people's faces it's they're blurry yeah what are, multiple points and I what I think it has to be is like they only had this grainy footage to work with like they didn't take the proper like freeze frame close up like lens or whatever you need to use I film school um and like so they just had to grab it from like the raw footage and it always looks terrible and they keep doing it throughout they the do movie they do it throughout the movie and it ruins every single and scene every time they do it you're like Yee. and the last couple are really spaced out so at first you're like ah oh, and then by the end you're like ah oh, like why are we still there doing is this? literally one where they freeze frame on Tim Reed and he's fully in motion he just looks like a blur I'm like what yeah. are we freeze framing on it's crazy why is Tim Reed in this movie is Tim Reed the dad yes he's the, the best the dad, one of them. Of, uh, the mayor? The mayor. Oh, I thought you were talking about Alex's dad. No, that guy's horrible. I thought that guy gave a weird amount of sincerity. To like nonsense. Oh, the 400 fucking horrible, boring heart-to-hearts he had to have for no fucking reason? <laughs> Every time that little scarecrow of a man moseyed on this fucking stage wall. I liked it. I was like, get him out of here. He's going to have to say he, something homely. Had you given me the lines you had, this man had to read, I would not be able to take them as seriously as he is. I thought Tim he Reed is the mayor. I didn't recognize him. I just, um, he's the dad from Sister, Sister. Oh, yes. And yes, he's yes, in yes, a yes, bunch yes. of other stuff. He's yes, probably the biggest name. He was, I think he was in You Wish. He got the with Tim Reed 
in the credits. Oh, he got like, yes. the oh, fair enough. Yeah, because we meet all our main characters very quickly. First, we meet Alex and his three friends who are just bowling obsessed. And one is Kaylee Cuoco. One is Kaylee Cuoco. Free nose job, Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? Because yeah, I was like, I thought she was just like in a weird puberty phase no, or something. She that... gets a nose job. All right, fair enough. I mean, it's um, also puberty, but she also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me rephrase. By when I say his three friends, it's really just him and Kaylee Cuoco because the other two. The other two, two are not necessary. Especially Ken. Ken is pointless. What is this pointless? Well, but then didn't you feel like they cut stuff with Ken because of the dad scene? They dab, the yeah, he gets like one line referencing that his dad wants him to play sports, but he only loves bowling. And the thing is, I actually really liked this character by the end, but I don't understand why she's friends with them is Delia or Delia. Um, she doesn't like bowling. She does not like bowling, like physically. I actually like this actress a lot. Yes, and I love the weird, by the end, they give her a weird chaos gremlin energy that yes. I really dug. But like, for some, she, at multiple points, they're like, hey, let's all go bowling. And she's like, cool, I'll just sit on the sidelines and do nothing. Math. At one point, she has her computer. She's like the smart one. Ken, for the record, his thing is that he loves music. And when I say Swing mu music. And when I say the same music, I'm Okay, mean. no, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let me just really quickly give you all of their Pleasantville traits. Alex is the leader. He is the king of Pleasantville, aka he wears, it's so funny because he wears like old 1950s bowling, bowling shirts, shirts with other people's names on them. He would be the hottest fucking dude in a Williamsburg bar now. Like he, <laughs> he looks like Harry Styles. Like obviously this wasn't his era, but like now he looks cool. Ahead of his time. But he looks very thrift, so, so thrift I, king. So you, so you see him first and I'm like, okay, so he's our bowling guy. But, but no. no. <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco is also obsessed with bowling, but she's into like poodle skirts. She's, she's the rise of the pink lady. Yes, yes. She, at one point she's in the bowling alley in a full chunky Mary Jane she, I'm like, are you bowling in that? <laughs> well, you have to, I assume, I saw, I know what you're talking about because I saw her walk out of the bowling alley, but oh, I assume she's not wearing, because you have to so wear specific her personality suits. is poodle skirts. Her personality, like, that's the thing, is they're all weirdly obsessed with the 50s, except for Delia, who's, who's a computer, who's a computer smart girl. And then the other guy is obsessed with, with swing music, and they all hang out in a 1950s diner. Okay, that is the worst. While the other normal kids hang out in a pizza place. It is the worst diner set I've ever, it is it's three, so small. it is three tables. They should have just said restaurant. It doesn't even like, look 1950s. Like, when, I, when you tell me it's a diner i expect a jukebox i expect a countertop where you can sit right down no this is just a restaurant it's with three four tables. tables it's awful also how early are these kids getting up because they get up eat breakfast at this diner go to the bowling alley they open it up that alex's dad's owns it so they can like have the run of their place but have the run of the place basically and freaking then i'm thinking oh sure this is like saturday or whatever they're like no then we gotta, go, then to we gotta go to school what is this also, schedule all of his voiceovers i'm just i'm really i'm sorry i you know i really hope i don't ever run into this person but the screenwriter of this movie just fucking did such a bad job like even the voiceovers are so crazy like they go to school and he's like watching a pep rally because they're talking about the, the mighty, the, the, mighty, mighty apple. the mighty apple and it's like it's just so heavy-handed and clunky where it's like that's the world of sports the world i'll never understand <laughs> and he goes the only thing that i really like this trophy is because it kind of looks like a big golden bowling ball that and i'm like worst. who's that is so what? I go, what is this guy awful. saying? It was actually, so I don't bad. think this is a kid's a bad actor. No, I His dialogue is just trash. I actually think he does a good job. He's got a lot of charisma. I, he, he has a good chemistry with uh, the cast. I like him a lot. But no, I mean, I was kind of um, inoculated against this because we've had so many bad Disney Channel movie openings where it's like, this is me and my best friends. We but do this. But it never like, gets better. And well, that's the thing is usually in most movies, it dies off once you get through that opening, but they keep bringing All it back the at the worst time. sounds like that. Not even just over. That's how they talk to each other. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's all part of the same problem. Um, but yeah, then we meet our final main character and the best character who is Todd Macklemore. Um, I who, love him. Who is the mayor's son. The mayor is the one giving the speech Mayor's about, Tim Reed from Sister Sister. Yes. Um, he's the one giving the speech that like, oh, we've got our 
big rivals in East Appleton. This is West Appleton. We don't know what state. Appleton is Wisconsin. I assumed Wisconsin. Oh, is it a real place? I mean, Appleton, Wisconsin, I know is a real place. I don't know about East and West. Well, they it might sounds have... like these towns were combining. I'll give them Wisconsin. It has a Midwest vibe, I think. Yeah. But like they have this ongoing sports rivalry and they have this big basketball game tonight. So, so <laughs> this is the thing also we're talking about that this movie was written. But the other thing they keep saying is that they're, and I know they eventually explain it, but they say for the first half of this movie over and over and over again that the Mighty Apple is going to be forever locked with. And I'm, and I'm like, why? 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 They hold and this it back. Them so long to explain. Truly it. so long. It's infuriating. So I'm just going to say everything up front because I don't. Because in this speech, he's like, if we lose this trophy this year, because it sounds like a trophy mm-hmm. that, for context, in my understanding, which could be completely fucking wrong, I am under the impression it is a trophy between these two rival high schools based on cumulatively all the sports played this, this year because they make a joke about the girls' cross country score. Yes. Basketball. Baseball. And like whoever has the top, you know, most winning record in all the sports, they get this mighty apple goes between the two schools each year. But they keep saying over and over again that if we lose this year, the other school gets it forever, which makes no fucking sense. Yes, until they explain why. Which they take forever to they, do. Way too long. Basically what's happening, and again, I'm getting this out front because it's so annoying how long they hold this back. Basically, the school districts are combining. combining. So they're making why one... Why would they un- just say that up top? Because it makes the stakes so much bigger. And clearer. But there's like, the school districts are combining, so both East and West Appleton are going to be in one big high school instead of two separate ones. So this is the last year of this back and forth competition. So it's not that like they get to keep it forever. It's just this will be the last winning shot they have to keep it. But what's, but what I was going to say about like how weird this movie is written, thank you for bringing that up. That's a big part of this opening scene at the with the pep rally. It's also that at first they say they need to win the basketball game in order to win the Mighty Apple. In like two minutes, that's, that's not pretty, true. That's not true. They need to win to tie for the Mighty Apple. And then yes. it goes into tiebreaker. And then there's there's a bunch of throwaway lines that the announcer says. There's so also much the exposition that this announcer is responsible for in the basketball game. Because- Shout out to Sweet Lou. You say they need to win and like they need to win to tie and then Sweet Lou is like, well, they're, then we go into a tiebreaker and I have no idea what the rules around a tiebreaker are. And I was like, we don't even know? Yeah. Like, they, no they, one's they say they have to like check the town charter or something and I imagine they have to go on like a national treasure-esque excavation to pull out the original like parchment or whatever because they sound like it's a whole freaking deal. But that's the thing is they're having this big pepper that's like, yeah, we're going to win the mighty apple and then it's like, no, you're not. You're tying. And I see Todd Macklemore being raised like Jesus. <laughs> Amongst the, on the hill, and like he's clearly the star athlete in all the sports and the captain of everything. Yeah, and the golden boy they call yeah, him. Yeah, which like sick burn guys. Like he is so on the nose. It's like when everyone's making fun of Harry for calling Harry Potter the chosen one. It's like it's a fucking sick name. Like he is, <laughs> and also he is. Um, but no, it is very clear his dad is putting a lot of pressure on him, the mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I immediately go, he's going to have to join this fucking bowling team. Obviously, I see that coming from a mile away. Todd's two minions, so I don't even remember their names. Their not, names are like oh. salt and pepper or Oh, something. no, I didn't write they're the really necklace there. They're really stupid. Leo, and did you get the other one? Flip. <laughs> Okay. Which I assume is sure for Philip. They come up and they're like antagonizing the bowling kids, but they don't really antagonize them. All they say is like, hey, strange dudes, you coming to the pep, the game tonight, strange dudes? The guy who plays Leo in the line where he says, hey, strange dudes, is the worst it's delivery I've ever horrible. seen on Disney Channel. It's like, hey, hey, strange dudes. like it's... And also like, this is where I do come down on the side of the bullies because I'm like, they are strange. These kids are strange. They are strange dudes. He's not even calling them freaks. He's literally just saying, hey, strange dudes, strange dudes are you coming to the game tonight? And they That's go- an excellent point it's not necessarily positive or negative it's just they're your little and they strange. respond fuck you like they're, they're like so 
<laughs> so immediately hostile. They're like, why would we care about our own fucking school, you fucking losers? We're going to go bowling. It's like they are so hostile and so mean. And Leo and and Delia, the little one, the little smart one, who we uh, does not like to bowl, as we find out later, um, is steps to Leo and is just like, I can, or no, to to play horse. She's like, uh, I can beat you in horse. I can beat you in horse. And she says like, using the tangent and cosine and math. And Leo's like, okay, I'll back off, man. And everyone's like, did you really know what you're talking about? She's like, wouldn't he like to know? So this is just setting up a, it's a horrible, lazy alley-oop for a setup that like doesn't, they don't talk about it for the rest of the movie is that she knows angles and can do sports, but just chooses not to, I guess. I I, I guess. My literal note here is why do these guys need to have beef? Like they just like different things. There's no reason for them to have beef. You think they're not, they're like the lightest touch version of bullying now. They also exist in two, like just completely different spheres of this high school and both seem to be happy. So yeah, it's there. Everyone's fine. But then we have the basketball game where we've got the Harry Carey of Appleton. (laughs) Sweet Lou. Lou. I love Sweet Lou. I'm sorry. Again, this guy is giving a surprising amount of effort. Dumping exposition, screaming at the top of his lungs. Most of it while he's not on screen. Yeah. He's the local sportscaster. He's like, everyone listens to him. It's a big deal. Um, And yeah, he gives all the exposition we talked about. Um, Spoiler alert, Todd wins the fucking game. Well, while it is also intercut with the bowling alley where we learn that uh, the dad, we meet Alex's dad and uh, the bowling. I think the dad even thinks they're freaks. Oh, a little bit. And he owns the bowling alley. He's like, you guys don't want to listen to the fucking basketball game that everyone well, cares about? Well, it's because he's indoctrinated in the weird blood feud between the towns. But why aren't these four freaks? Because they're ghosts from the 1950s before the blood feud got established. This, there was also an insane shot where, like, Kelly Kyoko throws a ball down practicing the 710 split or whatever, and she's like, oh, the pins are stuck, and Alex's head, head comes, comes down. down, which was a green screen, right? You can't fit a person back there. I don't like, know, man. Like, you could obviously you can go behind the machines to fix them, but he's- Not from that angle. Yeah, he's hanging upside. It looks green screen. I'm like 99% sure, but it's the wildest thing. Don't tell children to climb into bowling machines, Disney Channel. Also, it's apparently a decrepit fucking bowling alley that no one goes to. And yes, apparently no Alex's mechanical genius- I kept expecting that to come back. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. I kept expecting it. He says like, oh, yeah, you, we have to rely on your mechanical genius because there's no money for repairs. This dad puts a lot of pressure on this kid. Yeah, I would argue more than the mayor does. <laughs> like, as much as the mayor is kind of like putting and pressure on- And neither of these dads really ever have to atone for that. No, well, it's like, as much as the, he's putting pressure on his son to be good at sports, the son is good at sports. Like, he's got this, but he's like, well, you're responsible for keeping a vital part of the family business yeah, running. Yeah, like, we're poor. <laughs> you gotta help us. I'm, I'm so oh, mean these kids. I, they're blasting swing music. They're oh, like, yeah, turn I'm, it on, put on some real music. I'm like, why are these freaks listening yeah, to Yeah, Ken comes in the CD. There's also, this was a massive continuity flub is Alex says at the pep rally, my dad's going to make me go to the basketball game. And then they don't go to the basketball game. No, I thought the other kid said that. And that's why he's late. He's like, I'm going to sneak out early. Yeah, but no, but the dad, they're all there. Like what? They're not late. Like the dad is there working. Like he's running the bowling alley. No, the other kid says that. There's a lot of really bad ADR in this movie. Uh, so I understand why you could there be confused. Is. What is the kid that likes swing music? Ken. Like? Ken says that. Oh, okay. He's like, my dad's going to make me go, which is feeding back into the thing oh, of his dad. I absolutely think, yeah. He 100%. goes, my dad's going to make me go, but I'm going to sneak out early and meet you guys. You're definitely right. horribly 80 yard and then he that's why he's the last one to arrive and they put the swing music on. <laughs> My next note is also, oh, so it's not the whole town is stuck in the past. These kids are just insane. These kids are freaks. <laughs> West Appleton wins the basketball game because yes. Todd's a fucking machine. Yes, he wins buzzer beater. They say he has three seconds. It's so much more than three also, seconds. Also, I hate how they say West Appletonians. I don't it's like so Appletonian in general. And they it's say weird. it so many times. Yeah. But yeah, the dad like celebrates and is like, oh, kids, this rivalry is so great. Like you should care about it. And they're he like, starts giving an impassioned speech about why you should care and like again it's horribly written Mm because it's like 
it means like you could all unite for a common good. And I'm like, is this really a common good? It sounds like it's tearing the city apart. It, yeah, it seems. It sounds like it's creating a lot of animosity between kids that are all going to have to attend the same high school. It does not seem friendly at all. It doesn't seem like friendly competition at all. It literally seems all like bordering, like the town is ready, the towns are ready to fall into chaos yeah. at the drop of a hat. And I was, again, I was expecting, I'm like, okay, they're going to have to put in. I mean, they're betting like the, uh, the ponies they're, on They're this. betting everything on this. They're letting it ride, baby. And then, yeah, the dad talks to Alex on the way out of the bowling alley. There's hour. also, and then like, in every, I mean, a lot of these scenes, I will say between Alex and the dad specifically, there's so much silence. There like is. there's so much awkward silence. And I know I have this note a lot, but it like really bothers me, especially when it's supposed to be a father and a son who are allegedly familiar with each other when there's no like rat-a-tat-tat and there's literally just like moments where they're just staring at each other and you could drive a truck through it. And it's like, oh, well, you know, your mom and your grandpa are still like, the, the, <laughs> when they introduce that out of nowhere, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like Jesus Christ, there's so, there's so they're, the, all these conversations are pointless and they're so slow moving. Because a lot of it just serves to reinforce things we already know. Like that's the thing about this dad that kind of got to me. I thought he was active, but he doesn't really add. That's what I'm much. saying. Like, all of these conversations just reinforce things that we already know are happening. Like some of it is to Alex, like he's like, oh, you gotta be willing to change kind of thing. I'm like, there you go. But then a lot of the times it's just like, yeah, we, the Appletonians, West East Appletonians, blah. And I'm like, yeah, we got that. We're with you. Um, So, so then it cuts to school the next day and everyone's all a flutter because uh, like Todd's walking through the halls and we meet Lauren, this tramp who's like throwing herself at Todd because he scored the big basket or whatever. And she's like, you're coming to my party. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm coming to your party. Don't even worry about oh, it. Oh, this is the girl that I named Debbie Desperado. <laughs> she is so fucking desperate. She is open for business oh, for seven God, days a week. Everyone. Yeah, I got a vibe, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Begging him, like, are you going to come to my party? She asks him like multiple times throughout this movie, please, please, are you going to come to my party? Yes. Like, I'm like, make him work a little harder. She may well have just said, Play if you come like, to my party, I will blow you. Play like, a little harder to get over here, Lauren. Like, she's so fucking desperate. And also, also they, this is when they're threatening, like, we got to check the town charter. And I'm like, town charter. Yes. Gonna have a bowling bylaw. <laughs> so yeah, this is the other reason everyone's all a flutter and they, so many things are happening. They've checked the town charter, and because they lost, East Appleton gets to pick the next challenge. And the only thing the, the school next sports challenge, the next sport, yeah, the next uh, because of the tie, they get to pick a sport. The only team that each school has uh, members of is bowling. So that becomes the final challenge, the final countdown. Because they don't technically don't have a bowling team; they have a bowling club. But since that's technically a sport, it counts. And I was like, how? Very convenient. <laughs> and also apparently, like, no one really talks about this until a little bit later. Apparently the East Appletonians freaking rocket bowling. Yeah, Like, apparently. their bowling club is apparently but straight fire. I didn't fire. really think if they had a real bowling, it sounded like it was like a super squad made up of athletes from other teams. A like, little bit, but they make a reference that you can't. It had to be who signed up in the beginning of the year. Yeah, so it's not like they stacked the team, unless this mayor was really shady, which he kind of seemed like he was. Mayor Hamburger, I think he, is his name. That man is absolutely shady. He, like, got, like, some random professional bowler He's throwing money at this thing. Not random. It's his cousin. It's his cousin? They call him cousin. And he has the stupidest name I've ever heard. Do you remember it? No. It's not <laughs> Guppy Trout, is it? No, that's a fact. I think it's It's... Can't say it. Pancake McGee. <laughs> it's Whipsaw McGraw. Oh what is God. a whipsaw? Is that a thing? Oh. Hang on. A uh, whipsaw is a saw with a narrow blade and a hand. Oh, it's like the long ones used for logging, I guess. Okay, that makes sense. I have whatever. I don't know how that applies to but bowling. But also, they're like, the thing we have to do is bowling. And Todd does a full-on Home Alone. Like, bowling? Yeah, because obviously the mayor, they hear bowling. They get home lane advantage. So uh, the mayor's like, okay, great. Put my Todd on the bowling team. We're good to go. But then they go to the bowling club and it's just the four, our four weirdos. And they're like, no, we can't stack the roster. It's got to be everybody signed up. And so there's some secretary lady pulling the sign up sheet. And what's this? Todd actually did sign up at the and beginning. And I was like, 
maybe. Why did Todd sign up? And it, they take a long while to answer this as well. Yeah, because he's just, because like you said, he just goes, I'm on the bowling team! <laughs> Todd's actually mostly a pretty good actor, but they that got was... this. That was a lot. He's definitely better than both of his uh, goons, though, because then we cut to him talking with the dad about being on the bowling team, and it turns out they signed him up as the a joke. The goon signed him up, not the, goon, the dad. Yeah, the goon signed him up at the beginning of the year as a joke, which, hey, great prank, because he didn't I know. Didn't and even it, know, and it was never going to amount to anything. didn't change his life in any way, shape, or form. Can you imagine, like, he was thinking, like, 40 years down the road, he's like, Todd, Todd, guess what? You remember in junior <laughs> high? You know what I did? I signed up for the bowling, bowling team. Isn't that hilarious, Todd? I'm going to be honest. These kids are bad at bullying. Like, they should need to go, they need to go to bully school. They're bad at, they're bad at pranks. Like, like yes, yeah, so I'm saying they, they're not good they're at bad at revealing that they're not good, that they're faking a friendship. Yeah, like they're, they're bad at razzing people. They're, they're, it's all over the gaff. But the crazy, so the big th reason they want Todd on the team, other than the fact that he's the golden boy, is they're like, literally the mayor, mayor says, like, what kind of losers join the bowling team? And it's like, these losers, exactly. Yeah. But that's my thing, is that everybody is immediately very skeptical of their team's ability to accomplish this. And I'm like, all they do is That's bowl. like, guys, this is their thing. It's that's not the like one they're a bunch of they freaks that haven't practiced all year. They bowl every morning at dawn. Yeah, like I, like, I understand they're not like the best bowlers in the world. I get that. Clearly, though, that's over in East Appleton, which why don't they just go to East Appleton? But they are clearly your best chance at winning. This has worked out. Alex is amazing. This has clearly worked out so well for you. He's a bowling prodigy. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We can't trust them to win. I'm like, that's literally the only thing you could trust them the to only do. Unless, that, unless it's also a swing dance competition to decide <laughs> who gets the trophy. That would have been that way too that lucky. Been. Because guess what? Todd, amazing at swing dancing with no practice. He's so in it so quickly, this guy. Also, so they drop, they take Todd to the, hit the lanes. And this is when we realize that the dads have a weird old rivalry. Yes. That they don't explain for forever. But I also don't give a shit I about. I really don't. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> like, and it pays off in no way. Nope. It's just these twos have beef. That's what, but, no, but it's so obvious, even from this very first conversation that he has with, with the two dads have, that it's like, yeah, they were competing for the same stupid fucking trophy. And one of them fucked up or something and it drove away. It, like you, it's apparent, but they keep threading it through like it's this fun reveal that's gonna happen in act three. And I'm like, I, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, I, like, I get it. Like, I mean, it's, it's not- We got it from one conversation. There's two things that this could have done. Number one, have it reinforce the message that this rivalry is stupid. Yes. And and like it drove these two very close friends And it shouldn't get in the apart. way of friendship. Exactly, which they, and that's the other thing is that like- But they do not do but that. they don't really do either. The, Todd and Alex develop a pretty, I actually think a pretty fun to watch friendship over the course of the movie. But the, when it gets tested, it really has nothing to do with how they feel about each other. And the dad's thing doesn't play into their, like, eventual come to Jesus at the end. That has nothing to do with it. 100%. So there's those two things. But what you know what actually would have been amazing? And mm. this would have paid off the insane line from before. They should have made the Mighty Apple bowling ball sized. And then at the end, when they win, Alex should have just gripped it and hucked it down the lane. I love it. And as, as a symbolic act of destruction, how Fuck meaningless it. it is. Yeah, literally. That would have made the stupid bowling ball line make sense. That's what I just said. To understand is that none of the lines in this movie mean anything or make sense. But they come to the lane. You realize there's weird beef between the dads. Todd starts flexing about how he just needs to practice. And he's gonna get good. He's at like, bowling. yeah, I'll be great at it. Are you kidding? Because he does reference the fact that he's like, everybody can bowl. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong, but like, you should probably brush up on, you know, it the takes. Beef. 
so infuriatingly long <sighs> for them to start teaching him how to bowl. And, and that's the there thing. There is most of this movie, they're just practicing in two lanes yeah, separately. Yeah, it's, it's symbolism. Blah. But like, no, here's the Why thing. Why is that symbolism? Because they're apart and then they come together. No, but I'm saying the fuck, a normal fucking movie like this, oh, yeah. they would be two apart scenes maybe and then yes. he realizes and they start having to figure out how to work together. Yep. That takes so fucking that's long a, to that's happen. That's the thing. I, so I do like Todd, genuinely. I said that up top. The problem is, is he's written so inconsistently where in one scene he'll be like screw you I don't need any help in the very next scene he'll be like hey guys thanks for helping me no, out like, everyone it's in fun. this movie has amnesia from scene <laughs> to scene it's like they were all hit on the and that's fucking why it feels out of order and then drug into the alley and they wake up there and they're like oh no Alex yeah. I love him and it's like no you yeah. hated him a scene ago do you know what they call that Emma they call that the alley cat strike uh, when you get drug into the alley and bonk <laughs> over the back of the head and then dumped into a scene without any knowledge of what happened previously. It almost gives me the vibe that I feel like maybe there wasn't a script and everyone's just going to improv and like if feel the vibe. so, they're bad at improv. Well, yeah, you should remember children. what your scene partner is saying. And then there's like this whole thing, which is stupid and pointless. I don't even know why I'm touching on it, but basically. He, he throws one down the lane. And he's got some raw talent. He's got, well, he's got a lot of power is what they call it. Because he obviously, you know, he's an athlete. But the thing is, is like, he's not wrong. Anyone can throw a bowling ball pretty okay. Um, So they have to have him like, he like freaking whips it like a Beyblade or something. Like just, but it just like, bah, 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 and like barely gets any pins. And then at one point he like sends it over like three, three lanes, lanes, which is clearly a rubber ball. It was so obviously not an official bowling but ball. But the thing I was also going to say, oh, he also doesn't understand any of the like nitty gritty of it. Like he starts talking oh, about yeah. the scores and I'm going to bowl a 100 and they laugh at him because it's a 300 because blah, blah, blah. Um, I blanked out at that point because there's too much math. Uh, well, the, yeah, the thing is I've actually played a lot of bowling and I never totally understood how that works. So I kind of appreciated them explaining it. The thing is though, the reason they have to explain it is it took me a while to pick up on this is that this bowling alley is so shitty and outdated that you still have to track your score yes. on paper. They don't have the freaking... Uh, and they're like, great, we have the home lane advantage. And I'm like, you guys do want you want, Do you want this home lane advantage? I mean, it's good for the dad. I get it. Wait, they don't have the computer system that tells you what you're bowling. And so, which was a major your bummer because I wanted to see some crazy bowling animations, you know, those. when like aliens come out and <laughs> when you get a strike, you get a strike, and you get a turkey, and a turkey comes out and gets shot or whatever. Jesus. Like, that's what the that, bowling animations are crazy. So after they realize that Todd is not vibing with them and certainly doesn't really respect their bowling talent, but then also at one point they're like, "I hear he's a great bowler," or like or somebody says that about Alice again, like they just start like sneakily complimenting each other, and I'm like. Do you guys yeah. like each other or not? I think this cuts in the next scene where the bowling nerds are hanging at the diner they all love. And then uh, Todd and his goons are at the pizza place, which, uh, hang on, what did I wrote it down? Because it's a great name. Tony, <laughs> Tony's Lasagna Heaven. Tony's which, Lasagna Heaven looks fun as fuck. Wait, if I, it's in a great when, outdoor area. When I die, send me to Tony's Lasagna Heaven. <laughs> The great lasagna heaven. The great lasagna. The great it, pizza pie like, in the that sky. That place looks way more fun than the fucking diner. But there is one important difference that would make me go to the diner is that all of your drinks come in the jazz pattern cup, baby. I love the jazz pattern. It, this came out in 2000. It was way out of date, but I'm always happy to see it. Yeah, because these kids are living in the 50s simulation. <laughs> but you That's know true, actually. That's anachronistic for it being yeah. a 50s diner. Everything should be in glass. Uh-huh. And, but also, I don't remember who it is. It's one of these guys. It's But it's in this cut. What you're saying, you're right. It's in this cut scene where they're talking to like their individual crew and it's either Alex talking about Todd or Todd talking about Alex and like well I hear he's a great bowler or someone I'm like 
you guys are, are is there animosity here? Or are you guys just obsessed with each other? Like, I, I, like I, I can't, I could not track where we were at. And then also in this diner scene, this is the first time they say, you know, maybe this could help save the alley. Like if we right. get people to care about bowling. I think Kaylee Cuoco drops this hot piece of knowledge. And she's like, then your dad wanted to sell it. And I'm like, the dad's going to sell it. Mm -hmm. That had never been brought up. Like he, I knew it was a piece of shit, but he had never said he was selling it. Yeah. Cause they, they have, before they leave actually, he has a talk with the dad about like, man, I don't like how everything's going to change. <laughs> he has a talk with the dad. <laughs> Every fucking minute of this movie, there is a pointless talk with his dad. I just want bowling for be bowling, and my my no one. I mean, it's not pointless. It's to very clungily expo exposit how Alex is feeling because, instead of just showing it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because you know we're not subtle enough for that. But then he. This is where I really caught this. Alex and uh, Elisa. Is that Kelly Cuoco? Alicia. I think it's Alicia. Kelly Cuoco. Um, he's <laughs> well, he and Kelly Cuoco, Cuoco are walking home, and this entire freaking scene is ADR. It's oh, so yes. They are not even moving their, their legs. Their mouths not, are going at a totally different rate than the live. And it had to be because you see around this, uh, I guess, Wisconsin town that it's clearly fall, which doesn't make sense if we're going into summer, I assume. Mm -hmm. um, it's clearly fall. There's leaves all over the ground. I bet the wind was blowing. They could not get good well, audio. Well, did you see the scene later when he goes to her house and they are breathing <laughs> and you can see all of the cold breath. Like, they are breathing just ice. Like, you can see their breath. So I'm like, those kids are fucking freezing. And then we follow Todd home, we see him talk to his dad, and like his house is covered with ribbons and trophies yeah. and all that jazz. And his dad's like, "Hey, Todd, we're gonna win that apple, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course, man. That's that's what I do." And he's like, "Great. You know what? I'm gonna put a little more skin in the game." And he calls up Mayor Hamburger, and he goes, "Hey, guess what? If you guys win, we'll give you our 40 crates of our great apple cider." This is so stupid. And you have I to can't get, even they, engage they, with they, this. It's basically they start, as Emma said, betting the ponies, betting the apples. But then they work. keep upping the ante. They, it this goes movie. it goes bigger and bigger every single time. Let me tell you. Hold on. I'm not, no, I'm, I should no, Are you down, down the rabbit hole? I'm down a real rabbit hole. No, I was trying, I was trying to figure out where it was filmed. And this, of course, is like giving me absolutely nothing. I forgot to check the credits. That's usually where it is. This is the say. funniest fucking thing I've ever read. Oh, in boy. 2014, the movie's English Wikipedia article gained attention for having the longest film plot summary on the English language version what? of the site. I guess it, I, it was probably eventually dethroned. Yeah. But it had the longest plot no, summary I, in I, I any of it. It's a very long, very long. No, there's point. no way that that's still it. Like, no, but it said in 2014 it was. Right, but I'm saying they had to have, someone must have come someone in. Someone dethroned it. Well, that, yeah, that's like the Corbin Blue thing where he was like the third like most popular person on Wikipedia behind like Jesus. <laughs> I mean, no, it's never seen. Well, no, that I'm bad. not talking about dethroning. I'm saying I think someone came in and rewrote it, so it was was clean, not as long. Was cleaned up because that is there's no way that was ever That's the longest hilarious. plot summary. Um, but also, hey, shout out to that decom soldier who wrote the longest plot summary of this all movie. time for Alex. I honestly strike. love that energy. Good for them. Sound editing by Echo Sound. Horrible job, Echo Sound. <laughs> Production locations: Toronto, uh, Ontario. Oh yeah, God, fall in Canada has got to be freezing. Who wrote this? He also wrote Quince. I. He had a big 2000. That actually makes sense because that's a very, remember how we kept complaining mm. about the Kimberly J. Brown interludes in that? Yeah. It's the same vibes as the freeze frames. Where are we at in this fucking movie? They just made the bet. Then he goes, oh, yeah. back, he goes back to the alley and then now when he's like, you know what? I will take advice on how to bowl from you, Kaylee Cuoco. Thank you very much. Nobody does not He's a dick about it at first. Well, he is, but then he turns around all of a sudden out of nowhere oh, because it's moving But why right. does he turn around? Like, this is, this is my, I have this note maybe a little bit later in a different bowling scene, but I'll just say it now, but it's like. All the bowling scenes run together. Well, they all do run together, but it's like no one in this 
movie does anything because of anything else. Do you Correct. know what I mean? Like, it's like normally, like, in a movie, a, some, a, the kid would go home and his dad would be really hard on him or he would hear his dad freaking out because he bet their entire house on this match mm. and then he would go, fuck. <laughs> like, you would, you would see him have... We bet that outside your bowl. That took me a second yeah, to I'm register. saying, like, he would he overhear that conversation and you would see him have, like, a crisis of faith and, like, start to be like, oh, shit, I really have to do well. And then he would show up to the bowling alley and be like, all right, guys, I need you to actually teach me. And you, because A thing happened, then he changes his mind B. That does not happen in this movie. He rolls up to the bowling alley, takes a lane by himself, and is still a dick about it. And then Raiden Lee is like, okay, like, maybe you could, like, it, it, like, nothing is cause and effect, which drives me fucking nuts. The closest we get to it is that the dad's putting all his pressure on him, and now he hears, like, yeah, the bet is escalating and all that stuff. There's other bets that are put on top that I'm not gonna go over until the big one at the end. But Todd's big problem with the bowling nerds is that they don't really seem to care about winning. They are just like, yeah, we're just gonna go out. that's not a big enough problem. It's, it's really not a big problem. And also, all of them make it very clear to his face, like, yeah, no, we want to win. Like, of course we do. Like, why wouldn't we like, want to win? Like, that's what I'm saying. The stakes are not high enough and for them to be, like, in a feud. They're like, yeah, yeah we want to win. We just don't, like... We're just like, not psychotic about I, it. I, and then he's, like, but he's then he's pissed at them for not being psychotic about it. I guess, even though they're saying, no, we're gonna try really hard. They're also good at bowling. Like, I, I, I Yeah, they're think better they're, than you, Todd. You just whipped a ball across five lanes. But then much like, now he's suddenly open to being taught bowling, and uh, Elisa shows him, you know, how to use your thumb or whatever. Now he's like, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to my, my guy, Alex. He's really won me over, I guess. Alex, why don't you... Uh, no, no, because he oh, goes to Alex the next day. Yeah, he's like, Alex, I need scene. you... Excuse me. He's like, I need you to show me how to bowl a little bit. Why? Better. So there, all of a sudden. That does not, there's not even a scene with the dad before all that. All of a sudden. And then he's like, and in return, I will take you to Lauren's party. And he goes, you... And this is why I actually like Alex. Debbie Desperado appears up at some point she, to she ask Alex. She's like, are you like a good bowler? Yeah. And it's like... Oh, did I have that note. <laughs> Hang on. It's what? Freaking... She... <laughs> What? He's like, this is why I was saying I like Alex. Is as, do as, much, as much as he is insane and weird like all of his friends, he's very set in like, who he knows what he's about. He knows who he is. Yeah, and he's like, why don't you come to this hot party with me? And he goes, I don't care about going to a party. Like, why do I think I, I why do you think I need Until to he brought, sees the girl. Then, Lauren, then that bitch or, shows up. And Lauren he's, shows up. She's like, are you like a good bowler? And I literally said, I was like. He's like, I will go to the party. So he doesn't really know who he is. And he's it, willing to throw away his whole persona for some puss. And I'm just like, why does no one think when they have, this is like the only thing he does. He's literally only ever bowling. His dad owns a bowling alley. He was basically birthed by a bowling machine because we never see that mom. And he only wears bowling shirts to school. Are you a good bowler? What do you think, bitch? It's like if you had a kid at, at your high school who didn't really like talk to anybody, just kind of did his own thing. But during like lunch or recess, right, he was always like playing cards and pulling doves and shit out of his sleeve <laughs> or whatever. And then what's that? The talent. You put his and there's then, a different. Yeah. <laughs> and the talent show comes around. And then he puts on an amazing magic act. And all the parents are like, oh, wow, great. And then like three months later you're like hey so are you like a magician are you good or at something? magic and i'm like yes so this obviously is the only thing he's good at this is all this is all he does he's been practicing every day jesus christ but then we get what is i honestly might be one of my favorite non-alcoholic oh, party. this party was fucking rocking this party okay, really quick really quick is before, a feast for the eyes really quick i want to just say two things i want to do a fashion moment really quick. <gasps> oh wait hang on we haven't done one of these in forever i haven't Play it, Lucas in editing. Play the fashion corner music. I want to say a few things about the fashion in this movie. Number one, 
I love their little bowling ball bags. Their little purses where they put the bowling balls in. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> so cute. Is that going to be the new hot thing this year? I think they should come back this season. Number two. Why does everyone give a shit if you find the clothes in the bowling alley? It comes up so fucking frequently. It's like a weird it's rumor. Like a, it's like... Interesting. No, one. that's the thing. It's not a rumor. Like, multiple people. These girls, him, they're like, so I heard you find those shirts in the back of the bowling alley. Also, he's a thrift king, okay? Yes. Isn't that just, they say it. He has a time. YouTube channel where he, he posts yes. great finds. But they bring it up multiple times like it's this hot rumor that he's wearing sh old shirts. But then they also say ADR badly as they're walking through the town. Next time we go thrifting, Kaylee says that. So they're clearly all thrift kings and queens. Well, of course. Where do you think they're getting poodle skirts? I will just say, like, they're just ahead of their times with their thrift. Like his his bowling shirts all look cool, and I will say the shirts at the end fucking sick. I would I, I said I, I would, would wear those shirts. I would absolutely. One of the best parts of the movie. Everybody always wants to wear the team Pup and Suds shirt from Brink, and I mean I get it, but honestly I would wear the Alley Cats shirt from the end of this movie. And also, in somewhere here there is a there's a scene where you see her doing a computer program with like bowling computer bowling. <laughs> yeah, she's got like a first of all again, like, a child with a laptop in the year year of our Lord two thousand. They're in front of like an old gas station. Yeah, and she's running bowling computer simulations. Yeah, why there? Also, okay, again, this was written by an AI or whatever. This is where also is Guppy Troop is brought up at one point. And I, I just gotta add to it, it. Yeah, sure. But what I'm saying is why is that a real you, person? To Google. But my thing with this is, with her running computer sims, why do we not see her running simulations on how to get the 710 split, split, which that's becomes that's the that's big that's thing? That's Lucas, I had the same fucking note. That's like, why I'm not even going to waste time on this scene. Because this whole scene is just a big fucking... Uh, Gubby Troop is a real person. But I, I thought he was. But seriously, hey, let me use a metaphor you might understand. Set those pins up and then knock, knock them, them down. down movie. But I'm saying, this movie has no plot. It's just a bunch of conversations that go nowhere. Because this gas station conversation is this... This same conversation we just saw in the bowling alley where he's like, why don't you guys care about winning? Blah, 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 blah. They don't give a shit. Moving on. Now we go to the sickest party of all time. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's the sickest party of all time. There is that crazy tracking shot of the girl I, the, with a bowl of chips who weaves her way through the yeah, whole party. Yeah. Like some kind of weird, like that weird Japanese thing where they like lay and put sushi. Like she's like, I am the chip bowl person. But it starts with her at the front of the party and she weaves her way all the way through it. Like it's like we're at an entourage party and we're following a hot model like it's like <laughs> well what I was gonna say the reason I really liked this party the is string lights I felt like I have been to this party like I've been to someone's awkward junior high party and their parents are, they're out at, on a poorly kept backyard deck I liked the string lights no they looked not I'm not saying it didn't look I'm not saying it looked bad I was just like oh man like it feels like a very accurate representation like they always do them in these movies where it's like everyone's crowded well, around like someone dance. like an 80s coke den mansion you're like how yeah, cool these kids have run of this house this is just like a normal backyard. I know, and I appreciated that for once. And at this party, we meet the most unfortunate character. Oh. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> So we meet this, this... This is why I don't feel bad making fun of the screenwriter, because he's a bad person for writing this. <laughs> it was the year 2000. This was the kind of thing There's he did, There's a fat character, and they take like, all the cheap shots you'd expect. Well, at first, he's just kind of, like, boisterous or whatever. He talks like yeah, this! And then he goes to he that. He talks like Scooby-Doo. He goes there. No, the worst is when they're trying to get everybody to go to the bowling alley. It's like, there'll be food. He goes, food? <laughs> him do that. that. Oh, they, also, they should have asked him to do the truffle shuffle. Like that's the level. horrible dialogue in this scene when Alex goes up to the cool kids and they're like, oh, like that's the bowling kid, Alex. He sure doesn't fit the part. Part of what? He's literally wearing a bowling, bowling shirt. Savior? Like, like of, of your town? Like, I guess they mean like jock, but like the t sport is bowling. It's not like he joined the basketball and team. And he's been doing it 
for years. But it's not, like, the, she says that almost like Alec had to join the basketball team. It's not. Like, he is a bowler freak. And he, that's what yeah. the sport is. So he does fit the part. That doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, obviously. Because, yeah, Todd is, like, mixing and mingling. Everybody's like, Golden Boy, what's up? Yo, yo, yo. Um, and Alex is just kind of chilling by the, the snack table, like, just vibing and whatever. And Todd's like, hey, man, you having a good time? Like, everything good? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And the, uh, this large gentleman comes over and is like, hey, you're going to help us win the gold. This is and when I, was like, I lost my mind fully. I'm sorry. This was the point of the movie where I went nuts. All my notes are in caps. Four different kids come up to Alec. At this point, this movie has been going on for so long. They've been I, practicing for weeks. It, yeah, I do want to point out, this movie takes place over the course of a month. They have a month, month. to practice. They have a month. You needed to shorten that time frame down because it just feels like... Four separate kids come and go, Todd says you're the best bowler in town. Is that true? And then someone else comes up and goes... Todd says the mighty apple is up to the two of you to just not to like win. No shit. How do you kids not know that? As all anyone in the town is talking about is that the, the mighty apple is up to these two fucking losers. What are you talking about? And that's what, that's what we were saying up top about every about all the bowling nerds being like, we're all so ignored or whatever. If everyone's ignoring you, it's because they know how much you like bowling and you're a pariah for that. But now that bowling's relevant, everyone's like, hey, are you good at bowling? And it's like, yes. But why are they still asking that that's question? That's what I'm saying. Like at this point, everyone doesn't need to ask this question. Um, but then, yeah. Yeah, the, the the guy is like he's like yeah we're gonna win the apple and the big guy is like yeah and they're like who is that and he goes and his name is Bubba which I mean whatever and then Lauren or Debbie Desperado is like hey Todd do you want to get on the dance floor and grind on me so and so he's hard like, I'm good I'm good maybe later Deb uh, and then he like there's motions. a kid in the bag who keeps going I'll dance it's a, that's, I'll a, dance. that's Flip and oh. I, so that's why I have in my notes shut up Flip um, but then he like motions to Alex and she's like oh what about you Alex do you want to dance and he's like uh yeah, sure. And like they try dancing or whatever. Or does he leave? I don't know. He leaves. He just randomly leaves. He leaves at a certain point. Or but whatever. like, again, for what reason does he leave? I, th- well, I think it's just, and this is what I was talking about is why I like that Alex is sure of himself. He's like, this ain't really my scene. I'm going to go. But I don't fucking say that. Like, no. uh, make it make sense to me. That's not like this. It, I'm sorry. That's such bad screenwriting. But then he goes to Kaylee's house and you can visibly see their breath as they chat. Yeah. They Did you not think that they were trying to set up a thing with yeah. them? And-, and that conversation is also so awkward. Mm-hmm. One thing really clear in my head during this conversation when she shows him her bowling score and she's like I was gonna go pin it to your front door yes. I was like this girl doesn't like bowling <laughs> never liked bowling oh it's Emma's I, favorite theory I know, in these movies listen I know I can see Emma in said others this so many times. what I can see in myself she doesn't give a fucking shit about bowling <laughs> she's never liked bowling she doesn't even like poodle skirts she's just in love with this hot guy and she's changed everything about her personality for him to like her and you know what I get it girlfriend but like at a certain point you gotta look at yourself and look at your choices you're waking look up at the dawn deep, look in the deep dark truthful mirror of your life you're gonna go pin your scores to his door so he'll like you it's like he's one of those kids who he only likes one thing and usually it's a more normal sport or blink 182 and maybe <laughs> i bought a blink 182 cd when i was in the seventh grade because i wanted this kid to like me and they never noticed I learned so much about Blink-182 <laughs> and the other spin-off bands that came from like plus 44. How do I still know that? <laughs> I'm going to bleep it in the podcast not to call out what boy was it. It's sad that I don't even remember. I want to say Oh, okay. You can just bleep it. I want to know if it was like 
or something. No, I'm... he wasn't cool enough to like think about it. Oh, so like, that is the most dismissive. Keep that in and double it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most dismissive thing I've ever heard you, heard you say about uh, but like, I, one of your I ex- get it. Life. I get it. I'm just saying. I've been there and I saw it. I saw it as clear as day. That's what I'm saying is you only really needed these two and then maybe Delia. Like Ken doesn't need to be there. No. Um, then they go back to the lanes and uh, the mayor and we meet the principal also, but he's not unimportant. Um, they come in and they're like, hey guys, so we ironed out the exact specifics. It's going to be a four versus four uh, bull off basically. Mm. And you have one, you have one substitute who can make a this substitution. This is literally Chekhov sub. Like <laughs> it is the way that they drill into this. I'm like, okay, well obviously we're going to have a fucking substitute issue. And then they leave and then Todd's like, oh man, this is really going to be serious. You know And what? I said, have they taught him one single thing about bowling yet? Because I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't think he's really improved yet. And also like the dad is being nice to him and Alex goes up like, why are you taking sides, taking his side? And I'm like, you were just hanging with him at, at a party. party. That's like, like, did you forget? Did you forget he was nice to you? Again, and not because he expected to get anything out of it. He was just like chilling. But then- Also, uh, there's no parade aspect to this bet. There's gonna be- Oh yeah, that's the next level of the bet. It's like, they have to, They have to, if we win, they have to declare it West Appleton Day and then put on a parade in our honor. One of my favorite things also that this movie does is there's another thing where you see the dads interact when because you know they're talking about yeah, the parade. Yeah. I just love when movies are so lazy that like something naturally happens and then like in order to keep the reveal back, the other people, other characters in the world just have to be so naturally uninquisitive, like in a way that no one would ever be. Like they see the dads in a visible fight. Todd goes, What's wrong with your dad, man? And the other kid goes, I don't know. <laughs> and they just move on. And it's like no kid would not ask the dad what's going on. No, to be fair, they say that they never uh they have asked them in the past and they don't want to talk about it. Like they they've asked them. IDK man, moving on. Moving Moving on, yeah, because Todd, after hearing this, is me like, hey, so what we got to do, we should go over to East Appleton and spy. Todd, this is Todd's idea. This is Todd. And then immediately all the bowling nerds are just like, no, why? And he goes, so we can figure out what's going on. And they're like, yeah, but it's not like we have offense and defense. Like they are just going to bowl their game and we're going to bowl ours, which is a f- solid point, I guess. But it would be fun to be sneaky. No, I mean, I think it's an interesting idea to check out the yeah, competition. Yeah, see if you got a chance. But, I, get, but I understand their point. No, I think these kids are fucking um, squares. Oh, yeah, I these kids are squares. I did, I did jump over earlier. It's like, at one point there someone says something like how tough could those East Appletonians be and I was really hoping it was just gonna cut to them like injecting steroids or something then they but basically it, do like, the, but the, like, like the cobras and dodgeball when they go in yeah, their matching sweatsuits yeah or like Ivan Drago but uh then but no then it just cuts to the introduced uh, to us but not to everyone else that they have hired a professional bowling coach to coach them because they get on their bikes uh Todd and Alex and everyone's like Alex you're gonna go with him and he's like yeah fine it's fine I'm just gonna go and they bite they, down an interstate and they look so I don't want to throw shade at wearing helmets, but why are Losers. you? But you can't wear shades and helmets. It's a bad. And look. also, they wear such. Oh, this is such a mean thing to say as well about a children, but they wear such bulbous helmets. It's not you a good I, you helmet. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not like the thin bikers. Yeah. yeah, and it, it just it makes them look too so silly with these big chunky helmets and their big sunglasses. This won't sunglasses. be the last time that sunglasses make them look funny. But also, the the craziest thing about this is they leave uh, West Appleton and they have a big sign up that says uh, like "Home of the Best Apple Cider." or whatever. This is the best part? Yeah, this was really No, no, funny. no. It's like then it they pass another sign and it's so obviously what happened is they were in Canada and they just needed to find a site with construction equipment and they put a sign in front of it that says future site of this school and it is just a dirt lot with like a, with a, with a, what do you, what do you call that? Like a bulldozer on it. And I'm like, the school's not even built yet? There's no way they're gonna have a school uh, inside of a year. They don't even have a, they don't even have a framework. Yeah, no, there's nothing. It's just a lot. Clearly they were like, this is the 
only location we could get. It's, I didn't even see that. No, it's the wildest shot. But then they go over to East Appleton and they go to the bowling alley and they see like the, yeah, these freaking machines. Just like, I say machine because it's so obviously not these actual children throwing the ball. No. They're just doing this thing and you're not gonna be able to see it. It's where they just like whip their arm forward and then whip it back really quickly, which doesn't look like you're throwing a bowling ball. Why not just have them actually throw a bowling ball and then, because they still and do the thing where, because they still do that. They still cut to seeing someone else throw the ball, obviously, and get a strike. So it looks like they're all getting strikes. And yeah, Todd's like, oh, that's the captain of the basketball team. That's the captain of the football yeah, team. Yeah, they're blah, like blah, blah, blah. all the MVPs from other sports, basically, yeah. that they've drafted to this bowling team that's being coached by a superstar bowler, Whipsaw McGraw. It's all very dodgeball. And like, then Todd like freaks out and storms out. Yeah, Todd's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. This is too much. And Alex is just like, who, who cares, man? Like, they're just doing their thing. And these two two of the East uh, Appletonians come over. Two of the worst actors I've ever seen in my life. Worse than Flip and Leo? They're pretty bad. I mean, they're up there. Their delivery is, spies! I don't like spies! <laughs> and they act like they're gonna beat up Alex. Yeah, they're gonna, give, they're gonna give him the alley cat strike in the back. <laughs> And then Todd comes in and pretends like he's also going to beat up Alex. Yeah, it's an interesting, it is. It's an interesting ploy from Todd, but I, you can't argue with the results. And he's like, hey, man, what about sportsmanship? Can't believe you'd spy on them. And spy the, Alpha or whatever. And then, and then, what? Is that, a, is that like a dominance thing? It's like thing? a frat thing. Oh. And then he Alex, like pretends on the jock side. My point is, he, it's weird that he pretends to take the other jock side, even though they're from the rival school. Yeah, and, and he's like, let me beat up my fucking teammate <laughs> for you guys. And then Alex, who whose brain is only bowling, just looks at him and just doesn't understand what the ploy is, and is just like, but we both came here together. And he's like, oh, that's it. You and I are taking this outside. See you later, guys. And he walks out. And I was just like, what? why was that the move? Um, and then he, they kind of have a good bonding moment where he's like, oh, you really thought I was going to beat you up. Ha ha. He's like, no, I didn't. And he says, yeah, you're a terrible actor. And, and I'm like, yes, you clearly were. You're not you, the only one in this yeah, movie. Yes, yes and, Alex. Yes and. That's how you do improv. They leave. Their and friendship appears to be more solid. Their friendship has blossomed from a seed into a plant. And this is a good place for us to take a quick break bowl a few frames and we'll be right back bye-bye knock 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 them down baby let's go to town jukebox fills the air hey we got time to spare they're gonna set them up just the way we like cause the joint heats up when the alley cat strikes right down the middle Ooh-wah. right down the middle Ooh-wah. Right down the middle, ooh-wah, right down the middle. Set them up just the way we like, cause the dawn heats up when the alley cats strike. And we're back. For those of you interested, I bowled a tight turkey. What's a turkey? Is that three strikes? Three strikes in a row. But anyway, these poor kids are waking up at the fucking crack of dawn to bowl and yeah, blasting think, swing music. For the record, I think that the, the mayor slash the principal would just have them in the lanes 24-7. They'd be like, screw I school. I mean, you literally see them going to, to the lanes here and it's like still dark out. Like oh, that's yeah. Like before, they're going before school. But this is, I will say. Oh, because he tells Todd to come in the morning. Yeah. 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 He's like, come in our morning practice. They start playing the swing music. And one thing I got to give this movie, as lame as I think the swing music thing is, the song rules. And and it's apparently what they named the whole thing is, after. Is this a real song? It is, kind of. I did some Googling because I wanted to see if I could find a clean version of it online. I think I did. You guys just listened to it, obviously. But it, I don't believe it was created for the film, though. It's great. The Alley Cat song is... It's the Alley Cat strike. But I just love... So you set them all up just how we like. It's also so clearly, like, one of those things where, like, the montage, they just, like, let the kids go crazy because, like, it's not in line with their characters. Like... No. Todd is just, for the first time, scene swing dancing, and he's doing 
doing complicated he, swing he lifts. Pins Delia. He picks he Delia. He spins Delia over his arm, like yeah. like ballroom dancing level swing lifts. It's crazy, and he does, and like there's no, and this is what we're saying. There's no moment of him being like, "What are you guys doing?" Like, no, we need to take this seriously. And they're like, he's "Yeah, but sometimes it. you gotta have fun." Immediately that beat comes on, and he's he can't. I mean, and he just picks up the small child and it's like, dun, 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 dun. "It is a good song." Yeah, it's, it's I mean it's danceable absolutely. But post the swing revolution, he's kind of like they sit down. He's like, "Oh, that is fun. Like you should show people that." Like like that that side of bowling and it would get more people into it like you and Todd just kind of starts riffing and he's like you could play music and have lights and you could do like a a, a party here at the lanes. I do want to call out well, during the dance montage. They're just like whipping two balls at one stop. Oh like, yeah. What is the? Who is that helping? But then they do. They also they do do every kid's dream where they like slide down the bowling lane. That doesn't. That work. was like, so that's fun. Almost, so much fun. But yeah. So they're like, oh, that's actually not a bad idea, Todd. I could really help Alex's dad. You know, drum up the business if we did like a once a week party night kind of a thing. But they're kind of against it a little bit. Uh, Alex is kind of because again, he his thing is he hates change. I, I does he kind of maybe, but he also. So hates pressure. I. He, he wants to turn the the into a club, like a little dance night, uh, and, they, and, and they start like workshopping names. And Delia comes up with the bowling it's ball. It's so dramatic, though. They're like, "Oh, how about they this? give her a tight they, zoom?" They, they zoom in on her face, and she goes, "How about duh, duh, the oh. bowling ball?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, brilliant, Delia!" And you know what? Actually, sorry, I want to circle back. It actually that would have really helped kind of tie it all together if you made that Alex's defining character yeah. that he has a thing with change. Because yeah. then it would be like, "No, guys, towns have to change in order to move forward." Him accepting it, and then that's a better movie. The rebuking, the and the towns the are accepting it. Yes, and then that's taking the feud out of it, which we all agree is bad. But nobody wanted to set the pins up. Then they need to prepare for the bowling ball, so they go scam the town for free supplies. Yeah. So I, for the record, I don't. Oh, the, I actually sorry, I wrote down what Alex said. The reason he's against it is not just because it's cha- a change. It won't be it's, real. Bowling. It won't be real bowling. That, and I was like, was what you were doing real? You bowling? were just sliding down the lanes like a fucking penguin. Yeah. So let's maybe li- listen. If you were, at, yeah, if a bowling referee, which is a thing apparently, um, was here, he would call you a freaking disgrace. He would say, what are you defiling these lanes, son? Guppy Trout? Yeah, Guppy, Guppy Trout's rolling in his grave. <laughs> I think he's still alive. I mean, he might be, I don't know. But anyway, they go to get supplies for the bowling ball. And I, I for the record, I do not need this save the bowling alley insertion of the, the I plot. also feel like these two scenes are out of order because they go to like state get supplies and Todd's gonna like flex his town celebrity to, he also, by the way, I don't know how much we've hit on this, like he is treated like a god in this town. Yeah. He's on the radio constantly. Yeah, he's like, people, constantly like, talking to He literally doesn't have to pay for shit in this town like he is a god so they're gonna like like the idea like Alex one of his actual points about why they can't do the bowling ball is like we can't afford lights and st- decorations and stuff and Todd's like don't worry I got it at a certain point there's another boring conversation between the dad and Alex where the dad has to get fucking real with him and he's like listen we're fucking broke kid like we need to do the bowling ball yeah, to I think, save I think, this I think this is well I think it's after they get supplies where he goes like you know what I did today I got my real estate license yes after the supplies where he's like listen shit's bad yeah I'm looking into real estate I'm going to real estate first of all to sell this bowling alley but then that's gonna help be gonna be how I make money from now on so it's like get over your real bowling bullshit and get some kids in <laughs> get, string some goddamn lights put up, put some, up some streamers put up some paint <laughs> and sing for your supper bitch <laughs> cause yeah he's like I'm listen I'm fine to move on from it but uh, I really would like to keep the bowling alley there's also another good. scene where Alex and Todd go your dad used to be best friends and they never address it again they move on is this the scene where like they do a high five thing and they go like cool cats hot dog which is the why was that that? what did that mean what was that in reference to who's the cool cat who's the hot dog no that's because he told them to call cool it cats I thought it was they like no. high five at one point and he says no. like cool no. cat. Pen and did I write this down I got it it's okay we're not there yet no basically I, we can speed through it 
because we talked about a lot of this, but basically at school, they're passing oh, out flyers. They're school to pass the flyers. I said, Lauren, please play a little bit harder to get. She's slobbering all over their knobs. Yeah, like, Bubba does the food thing, which made yeah, me feel really bad. I'm skipping over that. Then there is, this, we get to the scene about the 7-10 split. One of the only like differentiated practice scenes, but Todd is trying to figure out how to do it. He's still then berating them for not caring about sports enough and not caring about the mighty apple. At one point, Ken gets into this thing of, I don't like other sports, is when you get his monologue. Yep. And he's like, my dad, all he wants to do is play basketball and stuff. Like, this is what I like and my spring music. And Alex Charlie finds to keep the peace. And he goes, hey, this is not the time to be fighting like cats and dogs. And Ken goes, okay, from the cool cats. He's like, I'll call them from the hot dog. Like, oh. And they make a pun on that. It is one of the worst things I've ever seen put <laughs> to screen. But that is how that, that happens. a great breakdown of Thank it, though. You. Very good job. But also the other thing that I want to say here is like, again, I know maybe it was just for style. But like, they're fighting like cats and dogs still. Because we're just all having a dance montage. Yeah. Not 10 minutes ago. Getting along. Like 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 a house on fire. That's what I'm saying. I, I, it's like they're ghosts and they don't have any long-term memories or affiliations. So they flip-flop wildly between moods and how they feel about people. But then, they, So after they have that other minute at the alley, again, all those scenes blur together. Um, They go back to school the next day and they're like, hey, guess what? You, uh, Todd, you and Alex are going to be on with Sweet Lou to talk about uh, the bowling, the party at the, bowl, the bowling ball. But we're also, we're introducing Todd as as the captain of yes. the bowling team, obviously. And then they're like, you're the captain now, Mr. 117 or whatever he's bowling. And he's like, whatever. They're going to expect me to be the captain because, you know, I'm Todd. I'm the Todd. So what well, you guys can vote on a co-captain. And this actually gives massive credence to your theory that she's in love with this man. Yeah. And she's like, we should vote on who's captain. And he, goes, and, then, and he goes, no, you guys can vote on co-captain. I have to be captain for publicity or whatever. And then she just looks at it and is like, well, Alex, you're obviously the co-captain. And I was like, you just said everyone should vote on who's the captain and then you immediately threw it at Alex. She is riding hard for her man. And then he makes a joke where he's like, are you guys gonna all say, oh, captain, my captain? And I'm like, stop rubbing it in, dude. They just voted you captain like, <laughs> unanimously. Uh, and then they go and do the radio show. There's not a lot There's of There's also talk. a great line that uh, Todd is goes, sweet Lou's expecting me. <laughs> I gotta be the captain. <laughs> that's, no, that's what he's saying. It's like for publicity, I've got to be sweet, the captain. Sweet Lou is it's, expecting it's me. It's the Sweet Lou. And they're like, you can go be the co-captain. Yeah, yeah. Give us a recap at the diner afterwards. Yeah, how Tell all us go. all about everything, how it all went. Yes. There's not a lot to talk about there. They but just, then. But then. He ditches the dinner. Because he suckled at the fame team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like. So I, I'm a like. A local radio. I, I, I will say I did a local radio ad for our high school. Ones. I also did. Me and Gus and I did think I was hot shit. I, I was. Well, I mean, no, it was also because they took us out of school. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You don't have to go to AP US history. Uh, Go get your voice on the airwaves. Star baby. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, what they did is they picked a guy and a girl from Drama Club, and you did the the, the radio ad. And that power, I've been chasing it ever since. Hi, but yeah, he ditches the diner and goes to where else? Lasagna Heaven, where I wish we all go when we die. But and they're also like, all consuming. Like, so the kids, the other loser kids, see him at partying it up at Lasagna Heaven, mm-hmm. and you know they told them like. Just act like you're having the best time. Yeah. There's not going to be any audio on it. And they're like consuming and frothing around a milkshake. Like it's like a ce- celebratory beer. They're like raising <laughs> pizza in the air. They're jumping on of, the table. Yeah, it's one of the most awkward. I'm like, what, in what world would they ever behave this way? It's very strange. And here's the thing is like, this goes off. I, also, what are they celebrating? Being on local that's, radio? That's my thing here. Because they say to him, it's like, oh, we're all going to go hang out. You should come with. And he's like, yeah, sure. But I'm like, why does he say yes here? He's Did been, he forget? It's, I don't know. I don't understand Alex's your mind at all. He's been very shown to be like, no, I'm cool with my friends doing my thing. And like we're saying, there's never been a motivation that's like, actually, maybe these cool people are cool. Why doesn't he have Lauren pushed on him and then be like, oh, I'm being, uh, what's what's the male version of dignitized? Like that word you Pussy use? Pussy whipped? 
Uh, I don't think we should go with that one. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, you said it, not me. Um, but uh, yeah, and what's funny is, by the way, they did that thing they do in these movies where this whole town is really just one street and the diner's on one end and then the lasagna heaven's on the other. So obviously you're going to get caught, my guy, because they have to walk past lasagna heaven when but leaving the diner. does really get fucking caught? Because the next day, There's very she barely brings it up. Very little It sounds fallout. like they had this confrontation off camera. It which, as does. you know, guys, as a reality TV fan, I don't like things being discussed off camera, especially fights. Like, it literally, she makes a thing. Like, he's like, oh, he says something in passing where he's like, I promise. And she goes, well, you promised last night, meaning about meeting at the diner. Yeah, it really does And he goes, like I already apologized for that. And it's like... So you had a conversation about this that we just didn't see? They try and do the thing where it's like, oh, his new popularity and fame are changing him. And he's, you know. They try it really only in this bowling ball scene. Well, they try to do that in like the grand scheme that he's like getting seduced by popularity and these new friends or whatever. It never even really seems It like never that. really goes anywhere is the thing. But now it's time for the bowling ball. So this is what's weird is they're all, this is how, this conversation is at the lanes. And again, maybe I just messed up the sequencing of this is like, they're all there practicing the lanes. And then dad comes in and is like, all right, guys, I need your help to get set up for the bowling ball and then they you know it cuts and they do this crazy thing where in order to make it look cool they just like stretch the images of the pins that are like what is that a terrible effect i don't know who thought that looked good but then alex is there being like it's oh very trippy he's like oh this looks great dad anyway i'm gonna go change real quick and then i'll be right back he disappears and, for and then the friends walk in are like this place looks great and i was like didn't you help set I'm, it up i'm telling you i feel like this movie was edited by a sentient piece of lint but to your point Emma, some may say he leaves for a suspicious amount of Time. Yeah. Well, also he says something really dark that before this, the dad said something really dark to Alex where he's like, I hope this works. We really need the bot. Like, we really need the kids mm. coming. Like you're putting a lot of pressure on this child to save your business. I'm just saying that again. Yeah, totally. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go change. Todd, and Todd rolls in like LL fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's an amazing comparison, actually, yeah. He he's, does. He looks like him. He's, well, he's wearing shades on indoors. And I'm thinking, oh, he's just walked in from outside. Sure. He, those shades stay the, on. Oh, the shades stay on during, during sex, sex and bowling. <laughs> He's like, hey, play this fucking sick track. He's like, turn off the swing music. They play like normal child hip hop. Mm -hmm. And he brings in a mob of people. Oh, I want yeah. to say that abundantly, make that abundantly clear. The other bowlers are still pissed at Todd for like, I guess, not playing swing music. I don't, for wearing Ken sunglasses. Is, yeah. and, and I'm just like, why do they still hate him if they're saving this stupid yeah, business? For, yeah, for He's the saving the business. For the record, there's going to be a turn in a second. It has nothing to do with Todd, pretty much. Number one. Number two, he has been explicitly doing this out of the kindness of his own. Heart. He, he doesn't he, need to save the bowling alley. He has no ulterior motive here. He genuinely just wants to help Alex and his dad. But then the, the wildest thing is, so yeah, people are bowling, having a good time. And freaking Todd pulls a mic out of nowhere and he's like, hey, everybody, guess what? Now it's time for me and my partner, Alex, to show you how we're going to beat East Appleton in the competition. And then Alex come out. And also I'm, wearing shades. No, they not, yassified and, him. And, and, well, not only wearing shades, he's wearing not normal clothing. He's wearing, he's wearing, he's he's wearing not, normal clothing. <gasps> he's not wearing nice Judas! <laughs> Sacrilege! Heresy! And like genuinely, I were making a joke about it. All of the friends looked like he is just stabbed Stab them, them in the personally place. in the back. And then also they do a fucking like sick bowling demonstration for everyone. And I'm just like, there's no freaking way they could see jack shit. The lane is pitch black and, and there's lights sunglasses. everywhere. There's, yeah, like... there's no way they're seeing in those sunglasses. And then it's over and Alex hears the popular kids talking shit on him as he goes to take out the trash in the back alley. Oh yeah, that's where the back alley, the alley cats 
strikes happen. But they don't like make fun of him. They're just like, oh man, I'm so glad we won't have to pretend to be his friend anymore once the thing's over. Things will go back to normal. And it's very important to note, as I said, Todd is not with them. Todd is very chill. It's this random Debbie Desperado. Did Alex even care about Lauren? That's, well, that's what I said is you haven't shown me that these people are actually good enough friends. Like I get you did. That this would be hurtful to Alex. Like I get that you did the Tony's lasagna heaven or whatever, like party with, uh, with the milkshake. And like he chose them over hanging out with his friends, I guess. But it's like Alex is, like I've been saying this whole time, Alex has been nothing but like confident, sure in himself. Like I like what I like. I've got my friends. That's good. Yeah. So I feel like if these guys were like, man, we're just pretending to be friends with the guy. I feel like the kid we have been shown would be like, okay, great. I'll just go back to hanging out with my friends. Like, absolutely. That's fine. Like, so I, I do get that it sucks that like, to find out that these people like are only being nice to you because of, you know, bowling and this dumb trophy. But, but does it give you enough of a, a reason to never bowl again? To give up everything that you held once dear? I would say no. Um, But he goes back into the bowling alley. Todd leaves again. He was not part of the posse outside. Alex is helping his dad clean up. And again, he's like, this whole trophy thing makes me so angry. It makes everything different. And the dad's like, well, it doesn't mean you have to be, be different. different. And I'm like, is he that different? He's just Has wearing he different clothes. Has he ever been different? He's just wearing different clothes. But then it cuts to the ne- next day at the lanes and he's still dressed like that, which I was surprised by. And by like that, I mean, he's still also wearing sunglasses indoors, which is a wild move. But speaking of fashion, is who rolls into this practice? The mayor. The mayor and the, pr- the mayor and the principal. And is like, hey gang, guess what we got? We got your tight uniforms for this big event. And he throws them a bunch of red t-shirts that just say like, you know, East Appleton High School Bowling Club. Yeah. That's all it says. They are so ugly. I did I did make a note that I was like, this is bullshit because the other, like it's a literally a cotton t-shirt. Yeah. It's, and the other shirts- I that, could make that. I, they, they're horribly just screen printed. And I, I, I should have seen this coming. Yeah, you and like, it's meant to be emblematic of like, even though our hope, their hopes rely on us, like they really don't They don't care. understand us. And they don't care about us enough to get us like a real uniform, even though, you know, they're betting all this money and stuff on and, you know, goods and services or whatever. And this was actually, I kind of laughed at this. Alex storms off from the team and away from the mayor and the principal. He goes over to his dad and be like, dad, look at this. And he shows him the shirt and the dad just goes, yeah, that sucks. And then that's it. Like that's a little, yeah. like, it's like he's just like, yeah, that's a bad shirt. He says, Tough not, stuff. not that special. And then Alex is- This is also when we discover that the mayor legit now has a gambling problem. He is now not just betting pies mm. and cider. He's literally betting the name of the new school. Will be either East Appleton- He has bet the school. West Appleton if they win, East Appleton if they win. He's bet everything on this match. And then Alex is, has decided to use this as an excuse. To quit bowling. Yeah, because like, because this really right here, where like, because the record, Todd thinks this is BS too. And it's this scene where I think I finally, you finally really get to see him click with the other members of the bowling team. And I'm yeah. like, I'm team Todd. He's like, he started out a little rough, kind of like disrespecting them, whatever, but he's been nothing but a chill, nice guy the yes. rest of the time, basically. And then this is where they get another, we get another freaking freeze frame on Alex's face where he's like, but I'm not having fun bowling. My friends hate me. Screw all this. And then he uses an excuse to quit bowling. And they're all like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. We immediately cut to the day of the competition. They're setting up bleachers in this bowling alley. And the weird thing is they bring out the trophy and it's under like a tarp. Yes. As like everyone knows what the trophy looks like. Why do you have it under a tarp? What is that? What is this to I be I had the same question. I thought it was going to be like stolen and there was going to be some sort of like reveal with it because why, again, why is it under a Well, tarp? I thought that at the end, but we see it under, oh, well, well yeah, I see what you mean. Um, or I would have liked if now we finally see it 
we see it is as big as a bowling ball because then he could throw it down the lanes in an act of symbolic rebellion. And again, because these scenes are terribly interconnected, it cuts to the diner where only Ken and uh, Kelly Cuoco are for some reason. I don't know where, what Delia is up to. This and is like, okay, also, I'm just trying to like read my notes. I, this, my notes on them don't make any sense. At some point, they make a joke that like Todd's gonna bowl for everyone. Yeah, because the dad, the but mayor. But that's not allowed. No, no, the mayor says something. He's like, Todd, you're gonna lead us to victory. They're like, actually, we decided Todd's gonna bowl for. She's calling out the dad for like. She's fucking with him? Yeah, she's the dad. Yeah, yeah. And then like, she's like, he steered Alex wrong. How did he steer Alex wrong? I thought she says he's never steered us wrong. And he's like, he's gonna bowl for all of us. He's never steered us wrong. Like, it's part of making fun of him. But them. I yeah, but I think that then he's like, has he steered them wrong? No, he's not been involved enough. That's with what I'm saying. It's badly written, Emily. You're not wrong. Okay, sorry. And then he, okay, then we are at the diner. Todd meets him at the diner. And this is when Todd decides to unload his sob story about that his dad puts all this pressure on him to win. Not really a sob story because we never even but really then, see him have a crisis of And what's crazy, confidence. what's crazy to me is he has this talk with Kelly Cuoco and Ken and then he's like, you know what? Actually, I should be saying this to Alex. And then he goes and says the exact thing. But he thing. also says, I'm so sorry. And I go, I'm sorry. What is he apologizing for? His dad crippling gambling addiction because that's really the only thing that's been happening is like Todd's not the one upping the ante here he's really done nothing no, wrong he's he has been putting a little more pressure because he's the better one coming after them being like because his dad's you, putting pressure on need, him yes but it's I, all coming from his dad it's not coming from him this is when I realized that Todd definitely got them better jerseys because like I've got something for you but it can wait I'm oh like, yeah of course it was better that I'm was I'm like Todd he's used his connections to get something <laughs> his underground mafia connections thanks to his dad's crippling yes. gambling problem but that's what I'm saying is he's like I'm gonna have something here but I should go see Alex first and then he leaves and has a scene with Alex, which is the same thing. I'm like, why did we need the scene with him and Ken and Kaylee Cuoco? Like, just do it with Alex. I don't know, man. And this is what I'm saying is why I don't get Alex. Because he says, like, oh, Alex wouldn't want to talk to me. And Kelly Cuoco's like, you should try. And he shows up at Alex's door and he's like, hey, man, what's up? Like, yeah. he's totally, no, totally not, chill. They're literally, this is not a fight. Nothing really happens that spurs these revelations, these big combos. They just happen. And it's just like not, it's just a normal talk. Like, it's not like a dramatic fight. Like, it's so strange. Yeah, never even gets like testy no. or anything it's just kind of them like talking through their issues and it's basically Todd is just like you know what I've decided you were right bowling is really about having fun I think bowling is fun now and he hands him a jersey as we said it's these really cool red and black bowling shirts that have a like pink panther-esque cat with a bowling ball love it love it it says alley cats on the back literally no notes it's our team we're the alley cats baby because they are up for the record uh they're the wild cats is the school they're the wild cats and then uh, the other team is the wolves whether you use it or not take the shirt i hope you show up tomorrow and have some fun i'm like hell yeah todd good on you todd's the real leader and then because because the dad from the house could smell a heart-to-heart going on that he wasn't a part of the dad then has to come out i literally said dear god not another long pointless talk with this dad this is where he does the tragic backstory reveal. I used to be best friends. Tragic is a strong word. That's well, they're building it up like it's this and 14 hard hearts. I'm so over this movie, guys. I'm sorry. Basically, the dads were shortstop and second base. Somebody dropped the fucking ball. Or someone threw it bad. That's the prize. They lost the big apple. From a certain point of view. And well, that's the thing. That's the crazy part to me is they didn't lose the big apple. This game happened. Wait, they didn't lose the big apple? No, listen to me. They did, but I'm saying, listen, this game happened. They ended up losing the game and they were like, ah, nerds. And then like six months later, Later, we lose the Big Apple. Oh, like it was just contributing to the point total. Yeah, it was just contributing to the point total. I remember that. It was not, it was not like, the decisive game that determined. It was just like, oh, well, we 
didn't win that one game, you know? But then we decided that that meant we ruined it. And I said he threw bad. He said I caught bad. Um, and now we've hated each other ever for since. Years, for, for years. For years we've hated each other. This, the feud is built on this. Um, also, he says, and I think we touched on this a little bit. I thought for sure when you introduce a dad with money troubles running a failing business and that's all you see of a child's parentage, I was thinking, oh, we're do doing a dead mom No, thing. but they, they mention it earlier. They do, they do. And they then do. they reveal the they mom do, and they have that grandpa walking on crutches. It, it comes in here, so this is why I thought that we never realized, we ne this one made me think of it, we realized we never gave them the full speed. The mom is alive and is just with their Out grandfather. of town with their, their ailing grandfather. In the hospital. Well, ailing, it seems like he just broke his leg. I mean, they make it sound much more serious until he just rolls in on crutches. Oh, yeah. And then and he's later, so jazzed to be And there. then later uses the crutch to pop a ball down the lane. Did you see that here? <laughs> no. He's bowling and he pops the screen. Bowling is in this bowling. family's blood, he's Emma. He's bowling with his crutches as a prop. But yeah, he says the mom and the grandpa are coming to the bowling. Just but anyway, now it's time for the fucking bowling match. And we still don't know Alex is coming, even though we obviously know that Alex is coming because we weren't born. And his grand... Fucking yesterday. His grand return scene freaking sucks. They're, it's so quick and it's hasty. It's pointless. It's also so rude that they crammed cheerleaders in there. Like those poor girls. Yeah, I actually, I, was, I meant to bring this up when we, I mentioned they were putting the bleachers in. I think there was like an issue or something where like the set they shoot the bowling on is not in like, obviously I don't think it's a real bowling alley. It's a set kind of yeah. a thing because like you only see like half the lanes and there are not as many lanes as you see in like the wide shots where you have to see like the lit up bowling alley kind of a thing. Yeah. So I think there's a weird discrepancy, but even on the set they built i'm like how am i gonna fit all these freaking people in this bowling I, alley um and but it looks it's wide way like, too maybe, small. it's freakishly small i have no idea how many lanes and are. why they needed to cram cheerleaders into an already small space i'll never know they also then throw some truly wild oh sorry sorry wait no the alex's return scene is this the sweet lou gets on the mic or maybe it's the mayor's who cares and is like now let's meet the bowlers from the east and they all come out like freaking cobra kai like oh cobra kai cobra kai um and the other our guys the alley cats are like shuddering against the door being like oh I hope Alex shows up Delia especially is like oh I really hope Alex shows up and then Delia is like why do people want to come watch us anyway and then Alex just comes around the corner and is like because our uniforms are so cool let's go inside he says it all so quickly because and they have to like rush that he goes I'm sorry let's have some fun yeah, yeah. Like, it's all he one literally word. should have come in on like on roller skates and just been shouting it as he whizzed by that's how quickly it goes I'm so sorry let's have some fun let's have fun and it starts. I also just love how like this is just such bad narrative storytelling where like Todd really never has a crack in his confidence. Like he never is like I could really fuck this up. What I thought was going to happen this whole fucking movie was that either Todd was going to have a full on mental breakdown because of the amount of pressure being put on him by the town and he was going to have to sub Delia in for him or he was going to get injured like breaks or stuff. Pull his ball out of the Pull, pull his arm out of the socket. Pull his through. ball out. I mean, like, I mean like throwing a ball pulls his arm out of the socket. Something. Yeah. Because they kept flaunting that sub rule and I was like this if this happen. movie hadn't done anything with the sub rule I would have lost I would have actually I would have punched a hole in my TV <laughs> but like he never really gets upset with his dad at the very end once they win there is like a shoehorn conversation but he's never like hey dad back the fuck off I'm trying the best I can at a sport that I do not play what I thought they were maybe gonna do and obviously I didn't think they were because the sub rule was so obviously being set up is I thought maybe because when they just say sub at first I was like maybe you can like designate someone to like finish a frame for you or something like that and I thought he was gonna like give the final frame to Alex. Oh, okay. And be like, I I acknowledge you're better at me than this, and I am not. The, I shouldn't be the one to make this clutch win. And that would have solidified their friendship, kind of thing. And the dad would be like, No, don't give it to that the son of that ball dropper or whatever. Yeah. 
But I mean, but there wasn't really anything set up in the rules that made me think that. I just thought that would have been nice. But speaking of rules, I just want to say the the way this competition goes was baffling to me when they finally introduced the back and forth of it because they line up like I said. There's a literal referee, yes. which I guess there should be for like if you step over the line and stuff. Oh, I that's guess. what I thought that was. Yeah, for. no, I, yeah, I get it. But he steps up and does a coin toss like it's freaking the NFL. Oh god! And he they flip a coin and they're like, "We'll go first. We'll go second. Uh, the 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 alley cats." And I'm like, "Wait, go. There's enough lanes in this bowling alley. Everyone can just have their own lane." No, and just that's bowl. not no. no. Instead, they decide to have it where it's like one team, one team, bowl, one team bowls, and then the other one team. Bowl, and even then, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna let like the first team bowl, and the other team has to match them. Like it's like cricket or something." I think that's how cricket works. Then it's like, no, it's the it's one person. They everyone's bowling their frames, and like so each person goes, west person goes, east person goes, west person goes, and they have to bowl out all the frames, which is an insane way to do it for me. And I would then also want to go first. I'm so bored. Because then you're less psyched out about how well the person in front of you did. Because again, you can't really change. And for, and like this montage of this game going. So boring. It's so boring because everyone just, they just show strikes. Strikes. It's strikes. just strikes and spares. I do like that you get to see Ken's dad be proud of him. Yeah, Because nice. it's finally the sport you that get he, to see his the, son plays. You get to see the mom and the grandpa hobble in. Like. Hobble in. And then we get to the end of this thing because it's just a montage of strikes. They use the term on the mark, working on a mark, and I don't know what that means. I did But basically, Alex needs to get three strikes. Alex needs to get a turkey. needs three strikes in a row. And he's like, no fucking problem. Gobble, gobble. And guess what? It's not a problem. No, it's actually because he's here. He's having fun. And then... Get Todd, there. who was completely confident, then goes, fuck, I should not have gone last. Yes, because he has to get these three strikes. Then the guy on the West needs to get uh, a strike or maybe he needs to get another three. Who cares? Don't um, care. But then it's like, it all comes down to Todd. The East are up by nine pins. So he needs a strike or a spare. He just needs a spare. To Yeah, so strike or a spare to sink it. And I'm like, all right, so he's going to get the 7-10 split. Of course he does. And he's like, oh, no, I've never been able to do this. I shouldn't seven. have gone last. I've never been able to do the 7-10 split. And they're like, what should we do? And then Delia. I the, like that she volunteered. The ultimate chaos gremlin. I genuinely love Because I thought he was going to get hurt or like something like they were going to force her. She's like, I can do it. And she, yeah, she just to, like dead. She's dead like, they're like, they're like, what? She goes, I can make this. And again, I was expecting like, a, I've run a computer simulation. Blah, nope. blah, blah. She just, they're like, ballsy and silent. And they, they just go, what do you mean? She's like, I got this. And Todd's like, she says she got it. Let's go. And so they sub out so she can bowl the last frame. And his father's like, no, Todd, you get back in there. You win this for my family and my town and blah, blah, and blah. And I bet the house on this match. <laughs> yeah, they're going to break my legs, Todd. You Please. Got... I'm in with some bad dudes. So she kneels on the ground. She does something. She, t- she, t- she takes the wind. She like licks her finger and tests the wind. And yeah, she just sits down. And I thought she was going to like grandma style it. But no, she like puts one finger in the and thumb spins hole, it down. Spins it and then just lightly taps it. And it does not have enough momentum to get on Disney line. Channel, I understand that you're trying to sell this as like, the moment is so tense, the ball's moving so slowly, but it goes on for It goes freaking, on for forever. Like, and also uh, the ball visibly is moving so slow, I'm like, this would stop. It does not have enough momentum to get down the Well, line. it wobbles a couple times you think it might stop. I actually, this I thought was a solid joke from Sweet Lou. As he goes, oh folks, I can feel my heart pounding too fast. Send a doctor. He'll get down here before the ball gets to the end of the lane. That's a good joke. <laughs> Also, it knocks over the two horrible CGI pins. Well, yeah, I, there's, there, no one would ever be able to do that with the spinning ball. Maybe nonsense. they should try. But then, yeah, so she, shocker, you know, they win. But now they do care that they won, even though it's still just all for fun. It's well, no, they, they actually There's no good lessons. They actually do a, a bit. When Alex is doing his three-strike uh, thing, he's like, how about I give him one between the legs and all that stuff? And she's like, listen, there's having fun and there's torture. Like, like, just, shut the fuck up. Just win this, basically. And yes, yeah, so everyone celebrates. And then what, of course, how do we have to end it, Emma? They decide that they 
they don't want to name the high school West Appleton, even though they won. They're going to name it Appleton Central. Which I guess kind of ties the ribbon on what we were saying about ending the rivalry, but not really, I don't think. This is the only conversation they have where he's like, hey, can you stop fucking putting all this pressure on me? Yeah, right here at the end, he goes up he to apologizes. his dad. Goes up to his dad and is like, yo, bro, you gotta chill. And he's like, "It's no, I really don't, it's fine. Scans can, sports can be fun. Yeah, yeah, that kind of a thing. But I meant, when I asked you that, I meant how do they really, really end it? Swing dancing. <laughs> because Aggressive the- swing Everyone's getting on. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's bowling. They go, they burn the place to the ground with their swing mansion. The friction this between is when, their face. This is when the grandpa pushes. This is why you didn't see the grandpa put the bowl down the lane because you didn't see this. Because I, I was too distracted by the swing dancing. Yes, of course. Because it's an incredible scene. But yeah, that's the alley cat strike, as they say. It's kind of nothing. It's a whole lot of nothing. I'll tell you that It's much. like, it's weird because I feel like there's the bones of something, but they just couldn't get it down the lane. Pun. I think there's a good idea here. Right, idea. idea. I, yeah, that's, that's not bones. I think okay. there is a good idea and a good premise. They did not deliver with an actual, like, even good outline of what could happen to get from point A to point B. And for the record, I do want to give them a slight credit is that they do clearly strike a good tone for the movie is like... I don't want to give... Don't take this too seriously. And I'm like, all right, fine. It's fucking bowling. Yeah. <laughs> or as you like to say, Emma. It's calm down, Greg. It's fucking soccer. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, it's just like, I'm honestly kind of shocked this one's so well remembered because it's just such a mess from beginning to end. Uh, I feel like the most memorable thing is that Kelly Cuoco's in it but other than that like I'm just gonna say it who gives a shit like it's not well done and it doesn't no. make sense and it also just like guys it's not even fun crazy like no. it just drags it just if you want to you... see a bunch of boring conversations between a man and his father go home and work for your own generational trauma like this is not anything that is like fun to watch and I feel like always when we talk about like they should have done this they should have done that we always like are retreading the same beats the Disney Channel movies have and I'm not saying that this movie should have just regurgitated the same plot on us but it's because like we just want the narrative to be satisfying and nothing about and this was really is, satisfying. It was like, I hate when I see a glimpse like that that swing dance montage where there are penguins sliding down the lanes. I'm like, this is fun. Like, But like that's one of the only times where I was like, I'm enjoying what I'm watching and this is fun. And, and I think the idea... A lot of it is boring conversations. And yeah, and I think the idea of like, if I think Todd should have been the main character, having like this uber jock who needs to win everything. Have who to, was the main character? Alex? Alex? Yeah. He's the most... We don't have any idea what his motivations are. He's such an inner... Like, yeah, his, you understand Todd way more than you understand exactly. Alex by the end. That's the problem. But like this jock having to work with this team of bowling weirdos and like learn their ways. That That's an interesting kind of like, you know, we're all not so different. And again, that goes back to change. I oh, God, it's, it's so easy to write this properly, but they just couldn't do it. Uh, what would you rate it, Emma? I'm going to give it a five. I'm giving it a four. Hard four. Damn. Hard four for me. There have been movies that I've watched where I'm sitting there like, oh God, this doesn't make any sense. This is one of the few where I've been sitting there like, is my brain broken? I made me question well, like, myself. It made sense. It wasn't like that crazy where I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. It was more just like, this feels out of order and That's what I'm saying. Like, it, just, it just felt, that's what I'm saying. It made me feel crazy. It just genuinely was like psychic damage to my brain to try and go from scene to scene. Ugh. But do you want to know what we're watching next month? Yes. For our, I think we're at the season finale now. I think so. Our schedule got a little messed up because Emma was sick. She's doing better now, as you can tell. Yeah, I didn't have a voice for a long time. Sorry, yeah. guys. And so because actually our schedule got a little messed up, um, I was editing the Going to the Mat episode a lot later. And I was like, oh man, it was really so difficult walking that tightrope of dealing with uh, 
the blindness stuff and the wrestling stuff, mostly the blindness. But at the same time, now that we've put the episode out, it felt good to get it out of the way. So I was like, you know what? Let's just get another one out of the way that's going to be rough to talk about. Oh. We'll do two in one year. So join us next month where we'll be talking about Buffalo Dreams. I the, don't even want to know what that's about. Um, I believe... Killing Buffalo? No, well, uh, it's about dirt biking, I believe. But also, based on the image on Disney+, Plus. I'm not expecting a lot of great Native American representation. No. <laughs> so can't wait to walk that get me back on that tightrope again, baby. Mm. Let's do it. But for now, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? I am at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Also, speaking of TikTok, we have a TikTok. We're at D Comedy Podcast on TikTok. Emma just messaged me one day. I was like, hey, I made us on TikTok. I was TikTok. bored, guys. <laughs> I have to do TikTok for my job. We are at D Comedy Podcast on TikTok. Go follow us there. We're just going to be posting. Sometimes it's better to have a little bit of a visual, I feel like, with some of our jokes. Like, if you can't see some of the weird scenes, like a grandpa rolling a bowling ball down an aisle no, with a crutch. Don't make me find that. Pair some of our jokes with some of the movies. So go follow us there. It's very fun. Yes, Emma works very hard on it. I deeply appreciate her efforts. Claps to Emma for taking solid initiative because I've seen the two she made and they are very funny so you should go watch them um but you can find me on twitter at wildfire underscore king you can find my patreon at patreon.com slash lucas tyler thank you so much to everybody supporting me there but most importantly you can find us on twitter at d comedy podcast give us a follow there to become a loyalty comrade so you can see when new episodes are up especially when things are kind of in flux like they have been for a little while and also if you could do us a big favor and leave us a little review rate and review on the old itunes or google play or whatever lets you leave us a little rate and review it really helps us out and we deeply deeply appreciate you and of course as always you should check out audio engine com. There's a multitude of great podcasts there. You'll find one you like, I guarantee it. But as for right now, I think that'll do it for us. Thanks for coming down to the lanes, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. DCOMs forever. They were all right. All right. They're like machines. They're perfect. Don't give up on the mighty apple just yet. They won't pull strikes every time. Watch them with me. You'll see. Seen enough. Some yourself. Well, what do we have here? Hi, I was just l leaving. I don't like spies. You like spies, Baron? Spying? You didn't think I, I was in my hey, There you are, you loser! Well, well, if it isn't McAvoy, we hear you, Mr. Boland, now. I told you not to come here. Where's your sense of sportsmanship, man? But I came here with you. That a fact, McLemar? Me hanging with this guy? Guess again, boys. You gonna take care of him? Well, don't you worry about it. I'll make sure this punk doesn't bother you again. What are you doing? This was all your idea. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I knew what you were doing all along. Oh, yeah, right. You're a horrible actor, then. Me? Look who's talking. Unless you were acting when you thought we'd lose to the East. Well, then I guess you were pretty good, too, then. Oh, get over it.